Hello everyone, today is March 3rd, 2016. I'm your podcast host, client manager John Niggle of InTouch Manufacturing Services. InTouch is an American-owned company headquartered in Shenzhen, China, that specializes in everything from quality control product inspections to factory audits, social compliance, and sourcing. My guest today is a returning guest from Brisbane, Australia. He's the manager of client services here at InTouch. His name is Oliver Knack, so welcome, Oliver, to today's episode. Hi, John. Oliver is joining me today to talk a little bit about factory resistance to third-party inspection, what importers can do to address resistance, why does it matter, and this is based off a blog article that he wrote in January. So let's get right into it, I guess, by talking about why is factory resistance to third-party inspection an issue? What are the repercussions to the importer? Yeah, well, ultimately, factories resistance puts the whole process of third-party QC at risk of not happening because ultimately we need the factory's cooperation to get in there and do the inspection. And depending on how they resist, it can also push out lead times of, of shipments. Resistance can result in shipping delays, I guess, which is an issue for the buyer. And also QC could just not happen at all. Yeah, I mean... If factories can ship without even booking an inspection with us, which has happened before, and that's why we always recommend to our clients to be vigilant on that and make sure that they have let the factories know that if they ship without conducting inspection, then it's on the factory. If the defective goods are received, that the factory bears full responsibility of that. Okay. The first main point here is... We want to talk about why do factories resist third-party inspection to begin with? Why is that something that a supplier or a factory would look at QC and be reluctant to cooperate with it from the beginning? Yeah, so factories generally, of course, don't want third-party inspection. I mean, they've got inspectors coming in that are going to go through the order to look for issues. So factories will try to resist that, especially in the early stages when they're not used to the process. They are fearful that if the inspectors find issues, then that will make the factory look bad. The client might potentially reject a shipment. Also, another issue is a lot to do with factories that use subcontractors. It might reveal that the factory is just an assembly factory which doesn't manufacture some key components that they might be fearful of the client finding that out. Or in the case of trading companies, you know, the client finding out that actually they're not a factory, they're an agent of a factory, that sometimes can be revealed during the inspection process. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think on that second point about sub-suppliers, it could be a watch that has components made elsewhere that the buyer doesn't know about. And that can be an issue because if they don't know the sub-supplier is being used, how can they effectively control the quality of that particular part? You know, it's like, Part of a product comes into the main factory that they know about, and if it's in bad condition, at best, it'll be in its current condition when it gets there. So I think that's a good point, too. The second main point that you bring up here is how do factories resist third-party inspection? So what sort of behaviors or what sort of signs can sort of cue the importer in that they're seeing resistance to third-party inspection? Yeah, so what do we always get clients to do when they're wanting to start with third-party inspection is introduce us to the factories. Now, particularly when there's been long-standing factory relationships, the client might have been buying from the factory for a few years, the factory will not be so cooperative. 
they sort of fear, why do we need to do this now? And that can happen quite often early in the process. In those circumstances, sometimes we go on site and get introduced in person. That can help. But how, getting back to your question of how, things like simply not booking the inspection, like telling the client, yeah, yeah, the goods will be ready this date, but then not actually booking the inspection with the uh, third-party QC company, not giving the contact information of the person that needs... Sometimes this is going back to, again, if you're working with an agent in China, they don't have control of the actual production at the factory. So as a third-party QC, we need to be in contact with someone at the factory And if they don't give that information, then we can't book the inspection and get on site. So that's another way that they can try and avoid it. Also, if we go and do inspection on site, sometimes they will try to criticize the third party QC. They might say, oh, they're too strict or they're not professional or something like that. Just little issues like that that may not be true and they will try to deter the client from wanting to continue with these inspections. Yeah, I think that the problem with the complaints is that sometimes they're founded and sometimes they're they're really vague, which can be an issue when you're trying to figure out exactly what's meant by the complaint and how to address it. I can say from my experience too that criticizing a third party is something that a lot of importers can hear from factories. Your last main point here is really speaking to the importer about how they can prevent factory resistance. So if an importer sees these signs that we've just talked about, how can they go about addressing them with the factory to sort of mitigate things there and get them to cooperate? Yeah, I think the most important thing is to bring up the topic of third-party QC early on. So especially if you're dealing with a new supplier, introducing that as one of your requirements before you place any orders. Or if you're already dealing with an existing supplier, letting them know before you place the next order that a requirement of yours is that that third-party QC happens. If the factory is trying to put up roadblocks, you can deal with those earlier in the piece rather than when there's a shipping date looming. So that's sort of like has to do, I guess, with setting the expectation early on so that there's no surprises later when it comes time to package the goods and you're getting ready for final inspection or whatever. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. I'll give you an example. We had a client that was placing their first order ever with the um, factory and it was actually their first time using third-party QC as well. And the factory also had not had experience with third-party QC before either. So they explained it to the factory that that was their requirement. The factory was a little bit hesitant but they explained that you know that was a requirement of them to increase the transparency and make sure that there were not going to be any problems with the product when they received it because ultimately if they received the defective product they were going to charge back you know charge back to the the factory so the factory QC called us and spent about 20 minutes half an hour on the phone talking about the points that were going to be checked and making sure that that was all clear so that they could achieve the quality requirements of the supplier. And that worked really well and inspection happened, no problem, and everything went fine. Yeah, I think by stating it early, I think it helps to put the factor at ease, sort of make them more comfortable with the process. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And also walking the supplier through the process. 
like showing them that it's not going to be a, an intrusive experience for them we're not going in there looking for issues that are not related to the client's products we're simply there to make sure that the goods are conforming so going through with them the steps of how it works and it's it's pretty simple process once they experience it they just really have to let us know with a couple of days notice that the goods are going to be ready for inspection we go in there we do the inspection we explain any issues that we've found Actually, a lot of the factories find it beneficial in the end because they finding out issues that they can then fix before it ships out. I mean, if they have clients receiving defective goods, that is going to put a strain on their client relationships. So yeah, a lot of factories do end up finding the value and they don't have to pay for it too. It can identify issues with their own processes, issues with their products that they can then work on to improve their quality over time. Yeah, that was one of the points that you mentioned too, is explaining the the importer, that is, the importer explaining to their supplier, their factory, you know, the potential benefits, as you mentioned, they could avoid chargebacks, they could find flaws in their own processes that they can address and fix for future improvement. And I think that's a big plus as well, and and a helpful way to put the factory at ease so that they're more cooperative with the process. Okay, so what is the overarching message here for importers when it comes to factory resistance to third-party inspection? What's your overall message to importers about that? Yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, third-party QC is pretty much standard practice now in China. Any factory that is of decent size and dealing with export orders should have had some exposure to third-party QC by now. And if they're really totally opposed to the idea and don't come on board then that's raising pretty serious red flags about their capabilities and people should look into that more because you might not be dealing with a supplier that is going to make the products at the level that you need okay great there you have it so thank you oliver for joining me to talk about factor resistance to qc i think it's going to be really helpful to buyers out there that are listening in so thank you yeah good thank you And I want to, of course, thank our listeners again for tuning in to today's broadcast and remind you guys to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, our social media channels where we post daily updates with some manufacturing tips and advice as well as industry news here in Southeast Asia. And also check out our YouTube channel to see some interviews with some industry experts there and some on-site product inspections. And finally, if you'd like to get in contact with us directly, you can drop us a line on our company website, That is www.intouchquality.com. Thank you.